0: Hello, everyone. My name is Lou, and we are continuing with my anatomy and physiology podcast, Structure Follows Function. Um, we're going to continue. Go, we just finished up going over the uh, ways we classify epithelium tissue based on their cell shape and uh, their amount of layers, you know, simple or stratified. And uh, now we're going to get into uh, glandular epithelia. Um, so what is glandular epithelia? They're just epithelial, cell, uh, epithelial tissue that contain gland cells that are specialized for secretion. And there's two main types of gla- uh, glands. You got endocrine and exocrine glands. Now the way to remember that is like endo means in. So those glands are secreting um, secretions that are going to stay they're going to go into your blood and into your body. Um, whereas the exocrine glands think exo exit, it's exiting onto a surface, onto an epithelial surface or out of a passageway called a duct and onto the epithelial surface. So exo is exiting onto a, a surface via a duct and endo, endocrine gland is going de- directly into the blood. It's going directly into the body. It basically secretes hormones. And that means that its function takes place somewhere else in the body from where it's being secreted. Like for example, your um, glucagon is a hormone that gets sent to the liver. So that way it can break down um, glycogen and raise blood uh, glucose if blood glucose is too low. Didn't mean to get all into that, but um, there's, you know, there's a few different endocrine glands that you have. That's just one of them. The pituitary, the thyroid, gland, um, pancreas. These are all examples of endocrine glands that release the hormones into the bloodstream. Uh, and they're ductless. So the exocrine glands, they do have ducts, not all of them, but they do. Cause again, they're secreting directly onto an epithelial surface. Uh, for example, like mammary glands, you might, you know, think that, yeah, it might have um, some endocr- endocrine glands in it or it be stimulated by endocrine glands, but its actual function is more so to produce milk, and that milk is coming out of this tissue and onto the epithelial surface. So um, we have different types of gland structures. Um, that's kind of how these, uh, for the exocrine glands, um, there's Single-celled or unicellular exocrine glands called goblet cells that secrete mucus or mucin. Um, We kind of see that happen in the um, simple columnar epithelium and then the pseudo-stratified ciliated columnar epithelium. Um, But we don't really need to worry about it too much. And then we have... um, multicellular exocrine glands. And there's different, you know, classifications within them. There's simple glands and compound glands, but we're not going to get really too much into that because I think the most important thing is the methods of secretion. So there's three main ways that exocrine glands will secrete their products. Merocrine secretion or eccrine secretion. That's another name for merocrine. Apocrine secretion and holocrine secretion. So, merocrine, apocrine, holocrine. Merocrine secretion uh, releases the product from secretory or secretory vesicles at the apical surface of the cell via, uh, via exocytosis. So, part of the membrane is forming a vesicle where the secretion is, you know, in that vesicle leaving the cell membrane and that's merocrine secretion. The way I remember that is merocrine. Merocrine sounds like membrane. So think the membrane, you know, is leave it's leaving them through the membrane via a vesicle. That's how it's getting secreted. A membranous vesicle secretion. That's merocrine secretion. Next up you have apocrine. Um, so um, before I get into apocrine, just note that merocrine secretion, there's, you know, some merocrine glands, um, they have different locations. One of them is in the salivary glands. So another way to remember that is merocrine. yeah, it sounds like membrane, but it also sounds like, mm. and when we get hungry and we smell something good, you know, our favorite food, whatever that could be, if I smell some like fresh fruit. Uh, Like a nice smoothie or a nice fresh green juice, or some people they might smell, you know, some mac and cheese or, you know, their favorite cake or whatever you're smelling. If it's a nice food, you're going to start to salivate. And that salivation, that secretion of saliva is created by your merocrine secretion glands. Merocrine glands. So, um, yeah, just wanted to throw in a location. Um, Next up is apocrine secretion. Um, and the apical portion of the, of the cell, the apical cytoplasm, is getting broken off. It's, it's literally coming off the cell in order to secrete its products. Um, so that's, that's apocrine seclusion, like half of the cells kind of going away, the, the, not really half of it, but the, the apical or the top portion of that cytoplasm is leaving with the secretion. And that is how apocrine secretion happens. Um, what's one place that we can remember where apocrine secretion glands are? Well, they are in your armpits. And, uh, and one way to remember that is, Um, that, uh, you know, that's the stinky sweat gland. And, uh, when people stink, they go, Ayo, you stink. And that's the apocrine, you know, the A in the apocrine is A, and it's Ayo, you stink. So think the stinky, stinky sweat glands in the axillary, the armpit. Um, and last but not least, the holocrine secretion. So the way that the holocrine secretion works is that the whole cell just bursts. It basically kills itself in order to do its only thing. Secrete. Um, Which is, you know, and and the fact that it's killing itself is why it's so hollow. Ha ha ha. Um, That's a fun way to remember it. Holocrine. It's hollow because it's literally just killing itself in order to do its only function. Um, So, yeah, the whole whole cell needs to be replaced. Um, And uh, that's how those three... um, those three types of uh, epithelial glands secrete.